Hey everyone, thanks so much for uh, uh, coming together. I, I know it's been the new year and uh, we've all had a lot of fun on our break, but I'm so excited that we're going to start the year off, right? When we're going to get back together and get started Wait, working. Hold on, so, everybody, uh, everybody, hold on. Sorry, sorry, uh, and sorry to interrupt. Hey, Travis, sorry, we started without you. I, we, we, I am on to something big here. Oh. Let me just tell you, I'm, I've got such an exciting opportunity for everybody here, and I really think this is going to be the thing. That saves this company. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, then just in time, I guess. Do tell. Ian, do you smell that on me? Oh, now that you mention it. Yeah, that's potential. Okay. I mean, it's fish Ooh. guts, but it's also potential. I have invested in a Kuatoa resort. This is incredible. I've got several units, and these things are just flying off the shelf. So I think you guys really need to act fast if you want to get in on the ground floor, um, below sea level floor. There's lots of uh, uh, you know units available, but I think this – I've got dollar signs in my eyes. Well, sand dollar signs, but – Oh, sorry. The, uh, your smell is related to that, right? Absolutely. What you're smelling is uh, the orc with open pores, baby. That's that fresh sea air. That's well. It's partially sea air. There's also some, you know, rotting uh, skeletons and things of um, dire marine life. But that's neither here nor there. And it's good for the skin. So I don't know why you're judging. I see the judgment on your face. No, no. I just wanted to make sure that low tide is the aroma that I am getting off of you. Hey, that's not a bad idea. We can bottle the stuff. I mean, look, the Kuato are telling me that this is good for your health. It's good for your spirit. It's good for your emotions. And I don't see anybody making a down payment on one of these units. So I am a little worried that you guys don't really know what I'm onto here. Well, if, if you're anything like a Kuato, if you believe it, I guess it's true, right? Hey, amen, brother. And I choose to take that as a compliment. All right, so who's getting on my private boat, huh? I mean, it's partially private. You'll share a room with a Kuatoa family I've uh, taken in, but... Hands? Fins? Tentacles? Travis Royals and lead designer Ian of the Hills are tanking their adventure architecture firm, one failed project at a time. If you require their services, write them a letter, and they may build you one of their crappy castles. Ian. Hey, Travis. How's it going? It's, um... It's okay. I noticed that you have that uh, wastebasket pulled kind of close to you. Are you feeling a little under the weather? Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Um, you know, I got a little overzealous uh, for the holidays, and, well, I'm paying for it now. A little too much gravy, huh? Gravy and uh, hard liquor and hard drugs and... Um, some very hard skill checks, but I'm on the yeah. other side of them. I mean, I know you, you can probably tell, um, cause you know, you are so 
proficient with your skill checks, but uh, I've actually been kind of moving a little bit slow as well. I uh, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, check this puppy out. Oh my god, it's moving! For those that- who can't see at home, Ian did choose this holiday season of him as a full grown adult to get a magical tattoo. Yeah, well, you know, you gave everybody those, you know, single rubies as a bonus this year, and I was just so excited about it. I ground it up into ruby dust and had them embedded into my own body. Oh, Ian. Ian, that was a loan. What? And one day, I'm going to come collecting. Oh, boy. It's going to be real hard to put that ruby back together. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to take some real small hands and progressively uh, larger hands, I assume, as the pieces are assembled. Oh, boy. Well, think of it really as an investment in the company, right? With all my new you know, abilities that I got from my magical tattoo, I think that it's going to be, you know, it's really going to benefit the company. No. Hey, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Uh, you know, I only have one. Tell me about it. Well, I think that uh, my New Year's resolution is to be less focused on money this year. I really want to enjoy the people around me Mm. more and spend more time with them and, you know, make sure that I'm enjoying life and that maybe there's more to it than just work. That's a very scary resolution, and it makes me doubly glad that I pick the resolution I did. Oh, uh, you you had some resolutions. Yeah. Care more about money. Oh, okay. Care more about it. Okay. I just feel like I'm, I'm thinking about it with all the hours that I've got in a practical day, but what about a planer day? What, what time can I kind of add to spend even more time kind of obsessing and, and thinking about that, that cold, hard cash. Yeah. Well, I think that's very exciting. I mean, I think that you have already been very motivated to have the Royals at Royals adventure architecture firm, you know, back on top and bring back their, their prime of their business again. Um, but it's really exciting that you're really doubling down on that. And in this next coming year, uh, we're going to, you know, to see a renewed energy. And I think it's very exciting. It's funny you say double down. Cause in my effort to think about money more, I have started gambling uh, with shares of the company. Oh, yeah. Okay. I am I'm playing blackjack and I'm betting the company and so far <laughs> I mean things are going great. I'm not familiar with this blackjack. I mean, I you know, I know about Three Dragon Ante and mm-hmm. you know, some various dice games, but uh is is that is blackjack one of those? It's similar. It's similar. Um essentially there is um it's a large breakfast. Um, and there's pancakes everywhere. And what you're doing is you're racing to find the one, uh, burnt pancake, the blackjack, if you will. Ah, okay. All right. And Uh, and, and how many other competitors do you have in a typical blackjack game? Uh, 99. It's an even 100 every time. Okay. Thousands of pancakes. Oh, okay. Wow. Very expensive uh, and so, like, game. do like these pancakes? Like, are they donated to you know orphanariums or something like that that are are not the winning pancakes? Um, donated somewhat. Um, they are taken 
from orphanariums. Oh, okay. So like a reverse donation kind of thing. Reverse donation is a great way to put it. And it's a great cause. Um, We are big fans of less uh, orphans. And they're suffering. (laughs) As they starve to death, I'm sure that, you know, they will eventually stop suffering and there will be less of them. And that's a future we can all believe in. Hey, do we have a letter for this new year? I think so. I mean, you're you're holding it. I love the segue. Um, all right. So uh, without further ado, mm-hmm. our first letter of the new year. Hey, Ian. Hey, Travis. Hey, Adron. Oh, how nice. Thank you, oh, Adron. Adron, did you hear that? Aw. Wow. First Adron shout out. I'm writing to you on New Year's Eve, and I've decided that this year I'm going to try and be less angry, or at least less prone to outburst. The problem is, I can't seem to find an adventure that doesn't require me to get so very violent. Can you design me an adventure that's perfect for pacifists? Signed, The World's Biggest Adron Fan? Wow. Wow, The World's. Adron, do you know this person? Did did we ever unlock her booth? She has she been here the whole holiday? Has been here the whole holiday. You beat me to it. Yes, yeah, she did. I guess live in there, but she's still alive. You found some food. Okay. Uh, well, at least she's awake this time. So, so you're saying that this letter writer has um, pledged to in the the new year just either not get angry or at least try to act like they're not angry. I see this to me. It feels, well, it's pissing me off already. If, if I can be honest okay. with you. Okay. What do you do in these scenarios when you get so start to get so very angry? Right. Um, you know, I have a lot of court ordered, uh, things that I've learned. Okay. I count, uh, backwards from infinity. Uh, Okay. Uh, which number of infinity you usually start with? Infinity. Okay. Infinity minus one. Infinity, infinity minus, minus two. one. Infinity. Okay. So you you took the program too. No, I, I've done a similar thing. Uh, it wasn't for court ordered anger management. It was mm-hmm. more for, uh, I was working so much and being so concerned about projects that I wasn't sleeping because mm. uh, I was just fixating on that. And so one of the techniques they used to have me help fall asleep was to count an infinite number of sheep. So, And those infinite sheep are very dangerous. So I'm surprised you let that kind of energy into the bedroom. I, I wouldn't be able to sleep thinking I might have summoned them, but um, you're a braver man than I. So here's the thing, though, about anger management. It didn't help me. It hurt me. I feel like I used to be a fierce warrior, fierce spirit, and I've only been um, hobbled by some of the things I learned there. I don't think that we should take this one on. Oh, okay. Just uh, crumple this puppy up. Yeah. Yeah. Adron, I think shut it down. I'm, you know, I'm a little sick. Anyway, I'll go get a bacon, egg, and cheese, and um, we'll just move on. Is there, I mean, thinking about your New Year's resolution to be more focused on money this coming year, I mean, is that something that, 
you know, you're going to like channel your anger in a way to bring more money into this company so you can make more. And it's that kind of sass that's pissing me right off again. And you know what? I am driven by this anger and I am ready to do it and I'm going to do it at you. All right. Okay. Bring it on. I mean, I'm here for it. Perfect. Pacifist adventure. Are you ready for this shit, Ian? I'm so very ready. Thank you so much for asking me a question, right? I was about to take a drink of water. Number one. <laughs> Everybody gets a big fucking mug of tea as they come in. You know this, you know this little bear tea? You seen this guy? I'm sorry, little bear tea? Is that a new rapper? Little bear tea. It's this very sleepy bear. It's part of what we learned in this class. If you need to calm down, you go, you meet with the sleepy little bear. He's wearing this adorable little hat, and you take his his tea and you sip on it, and you become so calm, like mm-hmm. heroin, but uh, different and and not no lasting effects, which is nice. Okay, and you know I've I've never had that. Uh, you know maybe maybe this if this person is really so prone to being angry and having these outbursts, maybe they need something a little stronger, like maybe a a, a little owl bear tea. Mm. I mean, that's, have you have you tried that one? It could be, but I mean, if any of their adventurers know how it's made, I know that a lot of people are turned off once they find out it comes from the owl bear teat. Um, it's teat tea. Owl bear tea comes from tea. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's um, teat tea. So it's even more haunting if you think about bug bear tea. Then, huh? <laughs> little antenna in it. Um. Listen, I think that uh, that's better. Yeah, I think if, if they kind of sip on whatever tea. I mean, we can have. I think basically they they enter in a peaceful void. Okay. Uh huh. This is what they did to us in in the class. They put on some white noise, some noise of of colors that you can't even fathom. Lots of noise, really, and we just kind of zoned out, you know. And we we sipped our tea, and it was they stressed the importance of getting into this this very zen place. Well, and, and you said you found this to be not very valuable. Is that? Uh, oh, it's useless. Yeah. I mean, certainly not probably for, uh, it seems like you'd kind of be a little bit like ambivalent about a lot of things and wouldn't really be motivated. I mean, maybe that's something we can incorporate in our dungeon. You know, maybe that's what they're up against. Maybe they're, mm-hmm. they've got, uh, what's the word? I've played the game disadvantage on every role because they're just so unmotivated ah okay so perhaps you know it needs to be more of like a skill challenge kind of thing where they they gotta maybe use acrobatics to move through this yes and acrobatics is only the tip of the skills you never use otherwise iceberg (laughs) i think that you know we've made some animal handling dungeons we can bring that back we've got some expertise there uh investigation is really gonna shine here yeah, I think so. I, you know, I would also suggest maybe we try to shy away from making religion checks, right? Because it's, you know, mm. probably a very diverse group. And, you know, we don't want to waste any of that on anybody. You know, it just it gets awkward. So for the, the purposes of this adventure, spiritual checks. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, just more kind <laughs> of uh, uh, a, a vibe check, really, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but rolling vibe check, spiritual checks. Mm-hmm. I, I think I dated this woman. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Big fan of Adron, though. I mean, <laughs> Adron shouts out. Um, oh, maybe that's it. Maybe this is my ex. I, you know, me and my ex, we used to listen to a lot of Adron's music. That's why she's here today. Adron, I don't know if you know this about us, but um, we used to put on your fantasy cassette and the fantasy gremlin and just roll some vibe checks if you know what I'm saying. Well, uh, that sounds very calming and relaxing. Uh, Not the way I do it. <laughs> it well, so, is stressful. That's so gross. <laughs> do you think? Uh, what do you think the goal of this adventure would be? That you know that they're they're kind of fighting this general ambivalence that's being brought upon them. You know, in a management anger class, which was uh, teaching managers about anger we were told to kind of personify our anger and each person, Mm -hmm. you know, was able to do something different. Um, You know, a giant three ton gorilla or uh, you know, a, a a demon of sorts. Mine was uh, like somebody in front of me in line, just someone like, (laughs) like a lot of items. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, like they were like asking line, a lot right? of questions. Yeah. They had no. They had no face. I could never see their face because I was just constantly seeing the back of their head and waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of uh, we got to get into like a, a a patience kind of vibe here, right? To be able to get through this dungeon, you got to be able to queue up for it. Mm-hmm. and just kind of wait around. You know, I find that a, a lot of times when you're waiting around for a dungeon to pop like that, you got to do a lot of like dancey motes and things like that. And, <laughs> you know, mailbox dancing, uh, the jumps, jump spins. Sometimes you pay extra just to get some more dances that you can do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I, you pay I, $5 to do a backflip. I I think that's it. I think that's how you you know you start making more money, right? Like, what if we start working microtransactions into these dungeons? Microtransactions, macro transactions, regular transactions. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> Nano transactions, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that I love this idea, and, and truly, what is more powerful than attacking than spending money? Absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, everything that I know about relationships is that money is never the cause of any sort of difficulty in it. And so hitting them in the money is the easy way to go, right? Like that's, that's the best way to kind of practice not having any sort of angry outbursts, right? Mm -hmm. We just slowly whittle away. Drain them dry. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Just try and not be angry as we Just absolutely ruin your savings account. It's time for a short break. Magic Cadabra. I'm Paulette, the Patreon Pixie. And I'm blackout drunk in the potion closet again. Listen. I'm the only one with the brass balls to tell you this, but these pro bono bozos drawing up all y'all's castles didn't leave any budget to pay us. What I need you to do is pony on up to patreon.com slash crappy castles. That's C-R-A-P, another P-Y, castles. 
drop some gold in the coffers so you can download maps, listen to those cute letter-reading songs, chat amongst y'all dummies in the Discord, and heck, climb through the ranks till you're basically the new boss round here. Now scram before I get caught. Bye. And, and I feel like, you know, we've interpreted that we should be kind of making that the challenge that um, staying peaceful. Cause I feel like this is immersion therapy, right? This person is admitting to us uh, a flaw and a vulnerability, which is obviously a mistake. And they're saying, here's something bad about me. And what we hear is great. I'm going to throw you in the fucking deep end on that. And you're going to come out the side, uh, other side stronger and better than ever. And that's kind of what we do here. What if like this whole dungeon is kind of like a uh, an escort quest kind of thing? With now, of- oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Go ahead. Well, as I say, you know, where, you know, you talked about kind of personifying your anger as this large gorilla demon kind of scenario, very Bulgura-esque, if you will. Maybe you got to escort this anger demon through it, right? And you got to maintain this thing because this, you know, demon is kind of connected to you on this emotional, like I was like a, a, a chain that is emotionally tied to you that will literally, as you react, will start upsetting that. And as long as you remain calm, mm. that thing's not going to just smite you down into a little puddle in front of it. I love that. I love the idea of forcing a pet on these people that they shouldn't hit. I think that's great. I think that is uh, the ultimate test of of anger. Do you think it should be something so scary as a, you know, Bulgara or something, some kind of demon thing like that? Or or maybe we bring back those cosmic infinite sheeps that we were talking about, you know, something that's so well protected that you couldn't even hurt it if you wanted to, right? Oh, I'm terrified. But like... Well, can I ask you, do we have any, have we checked the stock on our shapeshifters lately? Because what I would really love is if, you know, this is kind of something that's assigned to you that immediately takes the form of whatever drives you Mm, the maddest. Got it. Okay. You know, the shapeshifters, uh, it has been hard to actually keep tabs on them, Mm -hmm. right? We send Paul in to go. Uh, count them, and as mm-hmm. soon as Paul walks in, it's whole, suddenly a room full of Pauls. Paul starts having an existential crisis. We still haven't seen the real Paul. Yeah. Um, we do have somebody working in Paul's position, but the fact that they cannot, for the life of them, do Excel, I know it's not the real Paul, but what are we going to do? Go back in that room? We've locked it up. We've blockaded it. <laughs> that room's yeah. dead to us. We can't get back also, in there if we tried. No one else knows how to do Excel, so it's not even like we can train them either. So, And I think uh, that can only benefit us. Honestly, in the interest of making more money this year, I think keeping good tabs of our finances was hurting us <laughs> in the long run. Absolutely, right? Yeah. We should just pretend like we have all the money in the world and I think it's going to happen for us. That's I my feel th- like everybody just needs to like kind of round up, add 10 onto how much hours that we're charging for how much, you know, these things need to cost. Mm-hmm. So let me paint you a picture here because I, I think we've come up with a lot of good ideas, but something I'm also committed to in the new year is um, making a podcast that is very succinct and easy to understand um, and I think it's all, we're off I think to a we good nailed start. This one. We're yeah. done. I mean, we're ready to clock out, right? 22 minutes in, we're killing it. But here's what I imagine. You queue up for this dungeon. Um, as soon as you enter this kind of 
peaceful chiropractic's office void with the 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 noise and the tea. You're assigned uh, a companion, a little a little thing to follow you around that kind of uh, is emblematic of of whatever uh, uh, makes you maddest. But where do we go from here? That's what I want to know. We're kind of sitting in this lobby. We're waiting for everybody to finish their cinematic to, so we can move forward with our cute new minion. And I feel like we got to throw them something that you can't use violence to overcome. So what are some obstacles that we could give them that would be don't need uh, a weapon? But Well, I, would I think that their mom is probably there. Okay, that's... <laughs> Now, this is, you have suggested this before. Have I? Um, off off mic, off mic. Uh, it's, it's just for those at home, it's something Ian brings up a lot in our brainstorms. What if, what if everybody's mom was there? Well, what if everyone's mom is there and they're, they just got a new scrying portal mm. and they can't seem to get the video scrying to work, Ooh, right? That's just a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think absolutely. I, I think that that's almost, that's their kind of quest giver. That uh, Their mother appears in the sky, her uh, connection Alternatively? Core. Oh, wow, what if okay. They, they want to get, what I if, was liking oh, maybe it. it's not the scrying one, but, but what if it's, what did they get one of those automatic quills, right? That, that came free with their scrying portal thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? And they just don't understand why it's not connecting to the scry network. And, you know, mm-hmm. they can't seem to write remotely. Um, I, absolutely. Uh, I mean, those are complicated devices. I wish people would give them a bit more of a break. It's pretty impressive technology, actually, when you get down to it. The fact that they can move ink through such a complicated machine. I feel like everybody... Anyway, here's the deal. I think this is kind of our ever-present um, guide to this dungeon. That, you know, in the air above you appears your mother and she's assigning you to-dos the whole time. Her connection is poor. <laughs> the camera is pointed right up at her chin. <laughs> she yeah. she's you know not really sure which way you should turn to get to your destination i think that's great being a caregiver can be very stressful right and i think especially when it's your mother who has perfectly reasonable expectations of you that are very real and she is definitely verbalized and are not something that you have internalized and are projecting. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I mean that and the infinite sheep that you've now adopted that's following you around that's needs to shit every 90 minutes. It seems boy, it seems like an infinite amount. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, now you are truly living a life. Um, Okay, well, that's great. So, you know, I, I think that maybe this is very much a randomized experience. So I'll, let's just quickly come up with a few rooms. And um, Adron's number one fan, I think you should feel free to just kind of, you know, put these rooms in any order. So um, let's see. Off the bat, I'll do um, a big parking lot. Okay. You, okay. Uh, in the parking lot, there's all sorts of situations to overcome. You you see someone that looks vaguely familiar, but you can't quite remember them. Roll a history check. Um, you nearly are struck by a a teen riding in a grocery cart. 
roll a dexterity save. These are all things that wouldn't require a weapon. Now, granted, I, I do want to say I am looking forward to after we build this dungeon going in here with a weapon. Um, <laughs> I, I think we're building a place that I would really like to kind of go to as a, uh, you know, sort of training grounds uh, to really hone my anger in the new year. Yeah. No, I think that's great. Uh, you know, I think probably this, if I had to guess, this parking lot, uh, I know we said we could mix the matches and put this anywhere, right? But mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you're probably going to a fantasy Ikea, right? And your mom has sent you that she needs a Smurf nibbling, right? Oh. And you got to figure out where that is and what the heck that is. And she says, no, it'll look great in the living room. These are, that is beautiful. This is the skin. This is the wrapper. All of this our spaces at the fantasy Ikea. Oh, the, the, and I can already see my, my nemesis person with too many things in front of you ordering too many meatballs. Oh my God. I'm, I'm having so much fun. Yes. Oh, those poor unicorns though. We will have to farm some unicorn meat for the food. That's too bad, but it's a requirement. You know, it's the, the quality expected fantasy Ikea. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the idea that everybody kind of enters not only with this um, service companion that we we've given them; it would have to be to to mm-hmm. make their way in, but also, yeah, a, a new spouse. You know, let's see how that relationship lasts as they they walk through, and you're taking endless crying calls from your mother. <laughs> yeah, it, and then I think really probably this is you're meeting up with her afterwards at lunch, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to you know, just extremely common chain fast food restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. And they really want to read that menu, right? And you got to lock eyes with the poor teenager cashier behind yeah. you while they ask, you know, like how many pickles are on this burger and <laughs> things like that, right? Um, and, you know, and I think that's kind of where you have to make like some persuasion, maybe intimidation checks, right? To get that cashier to kind of play along, like just yeah. answer this lady's questions. Come on. And I like the idea if you're about to, you know, you're in the middle of the uh, Ottoman Empire searching for something to rest your feet on and you're about to haul off and hit somebody that the all seeing Ikea would kind of put a stop to that and immediately kind of blast you with the laser. It's kind of a beholder that, that floats around, um, yeah. you know, wearing a tasteful blue uniform. Um, but he'll blast you real quick. Yeah. Well, and you also gotta, you know, you gotta be able to have that conversation with your mom, you know, when she's thinking about ordering that chocolate dipped ice cream cone, right. And you know, deciding whether or not that's a good thing to her to do. You can do a medicine check on that. Right. <laughs> Is that going to put her over the edge? Mm-hmm. Because she's yeah. going to have a sugar crash, right? She can even be able to make it home with all these goodies you found at Fantasy Isle, seeing Ikea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. I mean, that's kind of interesting. You bring up kind of um, counting calories. And what about a a Hate Watchers app where you're you're getting points every time your anger rises and you can't rise above a certain threshold? Uh, I, I love this idea of an app, but I feel like that's what their infinite sheep is representing, right? Oh, we can turn that into infinite appetizers easily. Okay. Uh, um, how, how, how very modern of you. Way to, way to bring these fantasy dungeons into the century that it is currently. And you know what? That's 
and that's how we're going to make as much money as possible this year. So look, Adron's number one fan. I'm going to try to put a bow on this for you. I know we've given you a lot, but here's what our very calm, very peaceful, uh, don't fuck it up adventure is. You are instructed by your scrying mother to go to the uh, domain of the all-seeing Ikea and pick up a piece of, you know, maybe it's furniture, maybe it's food. Honestly, I would just pick out, open your uh, all-seeing Ikea catalog and just pick something and choose your adventures to go get that. Um, but you make your way through the very frustrating uh, parking lot, rolling dex checks, rolling history checks, whatever you need to get through. And then from there, it's really a blank canvas for you. Maybe you send them to the cafeteria to get upset uh, at someone there. Maybe you throw them into the portal uh, of the Ottoman Empire just to yell at their spouse and see who breaks first. Um, but I think that this is going to be the greatest possible test of your New Year's resolution um, to uh, be more chill. So we wish you the best of luck, don't we, Ian? Oh, absolutely. We have every ounce of faith that you can do this. Uh, uh, sorry, not faith, really more every every vibe check that you could possibly make to make it through this. Mm, you're bringing me back. So now that we've kind of wrapped this up, let me tell you how I'm going to weaponize this all-seeing IKEA cart to kind of take out as as many people as possible at once. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So- First of all, battering ram. Mm-hmm. Of course, obviously. Yeah. Um, do, do six of those, I think, on the front. That's great because, you know, those all-seeing IKEA carts, they've got those wheels that all of them swivel independently. Mm. And so that the, they never go in a straight line. So you really want to have that thing multi-directional. I say spin it and chuck it at their shins. Mm-hmm. Fuck their fantasy Achilles heels. <laughs> <laughs> Now those were some bad ideas. If you'd like the boys to take a shot at designing your dungeon, free of charge, send a raven to wellmet at crappycastles.com. We prefer letters that give us enough, but not too much. We'll let you decide what that means. If you want more of the adventures ad-libbed on this show, head to patreon.com forward slash crappycastles. Any silver you can spare is much appreciated. Original music, audio editing, and bardic inspiration provided by Adron. Find her at adronmusic.com. Our theme song is Piss Fader by Tobacco. That's P-I-S-S Fader by the one and only Tobacco. As always, Ian was played by Ian, Travis was played by Travis, and you don't get to know who I am. Till next time, keep it crappy. Adron, insert bubble noises. In- insert ocean crickets. <laughs> <laughs> insert ocean crickets. Yeah, what does an ocean cricket sound like? What does an ocean cricket sound like?